anchors in an open course The New York state lines I think of all that went wrong The sailor boys light up in song And they sing of London Love they made there Will it really last any time? What's that that you said to me? Oh, I'm a chaos space marine So what? I love you Darling, will you take my metal hand? It's cold in time, you will find These things take up space inside your mind Well, you could be keeping honest thoughts of the sea Hello. Sorry, I was breathing <laughs> at the exact moment that we started. Let's start this yeah. episode off with a big sigh. <sighs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you just heard... Uh, what did you hear? You heard Time Escaping by Big Thief off their their new album. Um, just came out on Friday, uh, last Friday. It's called Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. It's, it's a very long album. It's very good. A long title. Um, yes, yes. Uh, but it's great. Um, and after that was uh, Moth Like Me by Gorilla Toss. And then, of course, Chaos Space Marine from Black Country New Road off their uh, new album that came out two Fridays ago. Um, very good. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of good new music recently. Um, 
I'm very happy about. And we have Beach House coming out on Friday. Um, so that's cool. The final part. The last of the four? Right. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. That's exciting. So that's exciting. Very exciting. That is exciting. Uh, yeah, so I've got some stuff that I watched, I, and you you did too. I watched, yeah, something. <laughs> we both watched um, mo- movies that were nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. I, I'm on my... Oh, do you want to go? Do you want to start? You go, yeah, you go. You uh, well, go. I, I, I'm on my my track of uh, of watching movies that, that are on the, the Best Picture list. I think I want to watch them all. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch them all. And I started out by watching Belfast on Thursday. I really wanted to watch Licorice Pizza, um, but I could not find it online. I could only uh, find it like with like video quality, camera yeah. quality, because uh, I think it's just like still in theaters. So m- maybe I'll go see it like in the theaters in a couple of days or something like that. But that would be that's the one I really wanted to watch. I watched Belfast. I gave it three out of ten. Um, I've I've learned that the th- you gave it three the- out of five. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, no, I, it did way better than three out of ten, but not as good as five out of five. I gave um, it the same score. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I, I've learned that three out of ten or three out of five is my is the score I just kind of give to a movie that like it's okay. Like right, it's a it's yeah. it's not a bad. movie. I think it's I think it's the lowest positive score is how I see it. Yeah, like, six out of ten. I think I think that I can understand this movie was like a good movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's some parts I liked about it, but I. It didn't blow me away. It wasn't like an exciting, out of this world like pick that I like would I, love to see again. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's a good evaluation. I, I was I was picking up on like some of the stuff. I, well, some of this was Maria's observations, but I was mm-hmm. thinking like, it, this movie is only like sixty nine, so we thought it was weird that it was in black and white. But I think what they maybe maybe we're trying to say is that like this was not that long ago, and like it's kind of like a, you know, the the prejudice of of the of the groups are like. And it's like pretty recent, mm-hmm. despite the fact that you might think like, oh, this was like half a century yeah. ago, or like centuries ago, or you know, a whole century ago. Mm. But it was really just like, yeah, forty it's years very ago. Recent. Uh, I, I speaking of like the black and white stuff, I, um, that was one of my favorite things about the movie is is how they used color. I think. Yeah, I, you see, that's mm-hmm. and that's also why I I agreed because the movie scene when they're in the the theater mm-hmm. and that exactly. movie was in color. That was cool. So it's interesting because mm-hmm. obviously they like had, if they have movies that are in color at that time, why is this moving in black and white? But I, I think that might be the, just the message. Um, you're gonna say you, you want to see all of the Best Picture nominees, but there's absolutely no chance I w- I watch West Side Story. I'll tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> King Richard, not that's not gonna happen either. Really? Coda. Uh... I I actually am interested in watching Coda. Yeah, I think I turned. Down, I should probably watch it as as I am in the sign the American Sign Language class. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I I I do want to. I still want to watch Dune. I definitely um, want to watch Dune. I definitely want to watch Drive My Car. I heard I heard that was a movie you guys watched. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So segue into that, Drive My Car, um, which is gonna win Best International Feature. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. It's a three-hour movie. It's, oh my god! Uh, it's from Japan, uh, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I I was kind of when I, I was thinking about it, I was like, I kind of want to. I'm not, I I I can't change my pick, but I was saying I wish I could change my pick, um, for adapted screenplay. I forget what I picked. I probably Power of the Dog, but mm. I I would like to change it to Drive My Car. I, I I'm not going to because I think that's against the rules, but. 
I um, think it is too. And I, <laughs> after watching The Power of the Dog, I'm, we'll talk about it today. But yeah, yeah. I, I also wish I could change some things. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really I thought the the writing was the standout um, aspect of this of of this uh, movie. I'm looking at it right now. I did pick Power of the Dog, but I think that was my favorite part. Just and there was just so much that like the conversations like they'd have really long um conversations like long dialogues which i really liked and they were really well written um performances of course were great i really enjoyed the score uh it looks beautiful i think i, I it really it really was great and it it was it was a good movie I, I enjoyed it a lot and i think personally i know some people may not agree with me but i think that it felt it didn't feel like three hours to me it kind of felt I felt like it felt like a good like two and a half hours to me, but I, I thought it kind of I was entertained the whole time. I would say that's good. The the main criticism I have is that with its long runtime, like the, there was certain plot points that came up that you thought were going to be important, but that, like they never brought up uh, later, and I just thought like that was a waste for a movie that that was that's three hours long. So mm. uh, that was my main criticism. Um, yeah, I think I'll be bothered by that too. Yeah. That, yeah. That's something I would I would be bothered by. Definitely. It. Also, I'm not sure how I feel about the ending, but I don't know. Uh, Interesting. But yeah, it was, it was it was a good movie. I'd recommend it. If if you don't mind sitting through a three hour movie. I don't think I typically do mind as long mm-hmm. as it's a movie I like. I'm I'm sitting through and I'm watching and yeah. I'm having fun with. It, it's definitely so much easier to watch like really long movies in a movie theater, like because maybe you may not be able to get like as comfortable as if like you're lying on your bed, but like the fact that you like don't have like distractions or anything really i like to have that um so i like to longer movies i think are much easier to watch in movie theater that's yeah you know what i i think i would i would agree with that one Mm -hmm. too when i first saw once upon a time in hollywood in theaters i know that's not exactly three hours but it's it's almost yeah i I, it flew by for me right yeah it was in it was fantastic just like sitting in a theater i was like really that's it yeah um yeah oh i I gotta read something real quick um do that really quickly um, check out WXVU's anchor feed to listen to shows and interviews on demand. Log on to our website, wxvu.villanova.edu for details. And, you know, check out Spotify. Yeah, follow us on Spotify, <laughs> WXVU, and then our our shows appear as Father and Son on right. the WXVU page. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. nice. Um, I, I just wanted to say one more thing because I watched a movie that I rated 5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Oh, I don't know if I saw that. <laughs> Um, it's it's a 1948 Italian uh, film what? called Bicycle Thieves. This is like a this is a classic. Like this is like a film school classic, and oh, I watched okay. it for my film class. Oh, you did? Yeah, and I it was so good. I that that's why I'm loving this film class because I think it's gonna expose me to some more films that I love, and <laughs> and this one was just <laughs> it was so good. It's that's funny. It it's so sad. Oh no! Um, but it's like it's such like a realistic kind of movie. It's um, what do you want me to tell? it's from the it's an Italian neo-realism film. It's okay. uh, you know post World War Two, like uh, everyone's poor. And yeah, that would be this guy um, has a job and he needs a bicycle for it and it gets stolen and it's basically him with his son trying to find it. It's, oh uh, no! It, it's it's excellent and it's so, sad when you and when when you first said bicycle thief, I thought it was gonna be about the bicycle thief. That mm, makes it so much well, worse. In a way. Well, I'm sure, yeah, we figure out the details. Because there is a reason why it's called Bicycle Thieves and not Bicycle Thief. 
Oh, okay. As we learn in like the best scene in the movie. But um, yeah, I, I loved it, and I, I'd recommend it um, for sure. Okay. All right. Italian. That's Italian. The kid. Okay. The kid literally. At one point, he he does he does this thing with his hands. <laughs> the, the little kid, it's so funny. You guys can't see, but uh, <laughs> the Italian hands. You know what I'm you, talking about. You put your fingers together and you you <laughs> yeah. wave them. The classic kind of like a hand. pinching motion. Ah, oh, I don't right. want to describe it on the air. <laughs> you gotta be in person. I see. I'm looking at my my page or my like my list of picks. I don't know. Already, like having just seen these two best picture noms, I'm like. I wish I could change. A couple. I, I don't really like my. I like my picks for the actors. Um, so I picked. I picked best. <laughs> I might as well have. Um, I, I picked best supporting actor. I don't know. Kieran, Karen, Hines. Oh yeah, from Belfast. I don't think he did that great no? a job. Um, was Jesse Plemons? He was like George. From yeah. This movie? I wouldn't have picked him. Right, I I mean I love Jesse Plemons. I and I think he did a great job in the movie. And we'll talk about this, but is Cody? It, yeah, no, I'll talk about it. Is yeah. Cody Smith McPhee the the kid? Yes. Um, I don't remember his name at this point. Uh, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would have picked him, but I like Jesse Plemons. I liked his point. <laughs> I we'll talk about that. I I, I guess I, I gotta watch. I do have an opinion. Coda to figure out if Troy Kotzer is any good. Maybe that'll be one I watch next, unless I can find Licorice mm-hmm. Pizza. Or get or get to see it. You have Apple TV Plus. Uh, I I think I do still have like the free trial. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I checked on on like my a couple days ago to, to see what what movies I could watch from the system. Mm. I I really think. I don't think Belfast is gonna win. I picked Belfast, but I'm not. I don't I, think it's gonna. I think Power of the Dog is gonna win. Or I I think Drive My really? Car actually has a chance. I I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do that. Um. Uh, no, I, I mean last. What was best picture last year? Um, let's find out. Because <laughs> it was Parasite the year before. Oh, oh, Nomadland. Oh uh, yeah, I, was, I started watching that. It's not that great. It's fine. I I kind of just like couldn't watch it. <laughs> it was not really fun. No, it's not fun at all. Um, that's the one with the uh, the woman. Yeah, she's the woman. like wandering. <laughs> she's nomad. Wandering about. Um yeah. I want to uh, watch the father still. Yeah. I still want to watch Mank. Minari. Yeah, Minari. I still have to watch that. But, yeah, I was going to say, um, I mean, they. I was going to say, I don't think they give Best International Film also Best Picture, but that that was two years ago, so maybe they will. Um, but it seems like a movie they could give. You know, it's a three-hour kind of long movie. You know, they... Yeah, maybe. It's very, it's very, like, I don't know. It seems it's about like plays, so I don't know if they like that. But what about Nightmare Alley? That's a good movie. I really like that movie, but I don't. I don't see it winning Best Picture at all. No. I, but I, I really like it. I think it's a good movie. I, I want to watch that. It was one of my. It's one of the ones that I enjoyed more. Um, yeah, honestly, out of this list of movies on best pictures that that i've seen it's probably i i don't know i don't know if i like it better than drive my car or not but okay those two i i think i want to watch either licorice pizza nightmare alley or drive my car next yeah or coda i so i'll tell you nightmare alley is on hulu and drive my car is coming to hbo max on march 2nd oh so 
Should definitely watch both of those. Okay, maybe I'll just watch them in the order they appear on mm-hmm. like streaming services. Except for Licorice Pizza, I really want to watch that. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to watch Don't Look Up, though. Yeah, you don't need to. We almost watched it on Thursday, but I, I convinced Maria we, could watch, we should watch Belfast instead. Mm-hmm. Belfast is better. If that's the case, then I really don't want to watch. Don't, <laughs> don't look, look up. up is like, don't look up is kind of long too. I think it's like two and a half hours. Plus, I like just, I just don't really, I don't enjoy like space dramedies, like threat or like global threat movies. I don't know. Well, ask. Have you seen The Big Short or Vice? No. Okay, because it's very like in that style. It's Adam McKay. Um, and if you don't like that style, then you're not. Gonna is that like, like stressful movie? No, it's not stressful. It's like obnoxious editing <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I but that's know. but that's subjective though that's subjective. some people really like that editing and i and i think it works sometimes but it's kind of like i don't know it's like it's like a comedy but like i don't even know how to describe it it's it's just annoying sometimes they like sometimes like put i don't know you have to watch vice or the big short <laughs> it's just it's just weird like vice with like with it's like fake end credits and, uh, then, and big short with it's like the diagrams they put on the screen and they're like oh let's have margot robbie explain like what a um what short shorting something is or whatever uh, actually like, i did see the big short yeah yeah i i do like that editing style kind yeah. of yeah i forgot now that you said know. that immediately i was it like it could oh, work i just right. those i remember the kind of liking vice but it's still so that kind of reminds me of like um, some of the quirks that Quentin Tarantino has. Yeah, but it's not like I, I don't know. I feel like they're trying too hard in, in May, yeah, maybe. Adam McKay ones, and they don't land as well as Quentin Tarantino lands stuff. Probably not. I'm also looking at this list again to kind of even further. Like, I don't. Well, maybe this is relevant later, but I'm think I'm looking at my best supporting actress pick, and I picked Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's good. One. I think she was good, but um, I don't know if. But and also, um, you said this last time about Judy Dench being on here. Mm-hmm. As a, I feel like why isn't it the mom? I went. My favorite performance of that movie was the kid. Yeah, the, the kid was. was I thought fantastic. he was the best. Uh, I think I'll, he was way more important than the. And Kieran Hines, I don't think, <laughs> but I guess he's best supporting actor, so he's not like actor. Yeah, uh, I, what I what I want to say, forgot to say last week was um, no French Dispatch on here, which uh, <gasps> <laughs> so true. Which yeah, that, which is crazy to me. It's surprising to me because Grand Budapest Hotel got like that got noms. And that doesn't have any. Yeah, I thought it would get maybe director, maybe um, like production design. Oh no! Uh, maybe it even should, should have gotten production design, yeah, yeah. or like editing, good. maybe mm-hmm. cinematography. But no, none. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> King, Richard, King Richard, don't look, don't up, look up Belfast. Uh, uh, also, it. also, I'm gonna say Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons. I don't know if I said this last week, but they're a year late for their nominations here. I don't. I I might have said this last week. I, I forget, but they were uh, both in. I'm thinking of ending things last year. Oh, uh, you, you might have said that because you were talking about the Jesse Buckley a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember Jesse's my favorite Jesse's. <laughs> Jesse and like I think both their performances in I'm thinking of ending things were better than their performances. Not that their performances. I like. I, I love Jesse Buckley's performance in The Lost Daughter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're a year late. So I. 
Among the two best supporting actress movies I saw, Belfast, Power of the Dog, I wouldn't pick either, Kirsten Dunst or Judy. Oh, for supporting actress? No. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll just I actually watch think King Richard. Actually, from what I've heard, I actually think the West Side Story um, Ariana actress Bulls. is, uh, I think she's the front runner. Okay. But, All right. But I'm, there's... A zero percent chance I watched that, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna there's know. a there's a non-zero percent chance I watch it. Is that it would just be easy to watch? I think yeah, I don't yeah, think it would be hard for me to watch it. Unlike like, I feel like Don't Look Up's gonna be hard for me to watch. Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't hate it. I I think it's actually pretty. It's a pretty easy like flow. Like I was fairly entertained the whole time. All right. That wasn't really my issue with it. Um, it, it. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. I just, I have other problems with it, but we can talk about that if, if you watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's about, that's about it. Um, oh, I also watched The Social Network again. Oh, yeah. It, it, it holds Good up. Good movie. <laughs> it holds up. I don't really have anything else to Aaron say. Aaron Sorkin, David Fincher. Classic one-liners. I, I'm starting to pick up on the one-liners again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the quotes, quotable quotes. That's great. Um, yeah, so... I'm ready to I also am ready. play some PSA, some more songs, and then we'll be back at you with Power of the Dog. That's right. Um, yeah. Right now, we all might feel a little disconnected. For seniors living alone with smaller social circles, feelings of loneliness and isolation can feel overwhelming. But there's something we can all do to help. Connect with your older loved one virtually and have the conversation of a lifetime with StoryCorps Connect. Anyone can conduct an interview, and every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history. Connect, honor, share at StoryCorpsConnect.org slash AARP. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council. Yeah. 
Catching up with me 
Back to 89.1 wow. Father and Son Radio, um, V891, The Roar. Those last three songs you just heard were Burning Heart by Survivor, Applause by Lady Gaga, and Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town by right. Pearl Jam, which I think I've played on the radio before. Mm. Not this year, though. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so we watched a movie. We did. Uh, the most nominated movie of this uh, coming Oscars, Academy Awards. That's right. Um, uh, Jane Campion's The Power of the Dog. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yep. S- stars Benedict Cumberbatch, the other Jesse. Jesse Plemons, Cody uh, Smith McPhee, Kristen yeah. Dunst. All four people who are nominated for their right. respective role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say this movie's about? You know what? <laughs> what is it really about at, at the end? Um, uh, this, this group of people who become kind of like a family 
two brothers, a wife that marries one of the brothers that the other brother does not like, the son of the wife, um, the relationship between the son and the other brother, the mm-hmm. relationship between the wife and the other brother, um, society as a cowboy. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Um, a lot of it having to do with Benedict Cumberbatch's character, of course, um, Phil Burbank, and kind of the effect that he has on uh, everyone. I can't. Okay, there we go. Sorry, that was, was the wrong one. I'm so sorry. It's all right. Because this guy's like, you know, he's a he's a jerk, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the Cumberbatch's character. Um, just see it a great a great scene early on. Um, when they go and eat at Kirsten Dunst's uh, restaurant, and and he's just unbelievably rude to uh, to her little Peter. Yeah. Um, makes fun of his like lisp. Um, makes fun of the fact that he made those little flowers. Right. Makes fun of the way he holds his napkin on his arm yeah. when he's just kind of <laughs> trying to be a nice waiter. Right. Yeah, a very classy. Yeah, look he, he to just him. he likes he likes to be a jerk, and you yeah. know he he burns he burns the flowers. Yep. The yeah, yep. calls him Miss Nancy. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which is obviously mean. <laughs> yeah, he's a very mean man. Uh, yeah, so basically. Yeah, uh, Jesse Plemons, who is Benedict Cumberbatch's brother, marries uh, Chris, Kirsten Dunst, and the the whole the main thing here um, that's going on is is like the whole effect that Phil has on Kirsten Dunst, um, Rose. Um, that's her that's her character's name, um, and how it drives her to drinking, and and we you know we hear at the very the first thing we hear in the movie is. Um, yeah. The the narration by um Peter mm. saying uh after my father died uh, the only thing I wanted was for my mom's happiness something like that and he said and so and that kind of sets up what happens in the end um with with uh Phil's death but and yeah. then, and then there's also another big component which is the um yeah what you said was Phil and Peter's relationship, um, which we kind of, and we also hear about uh, Phil's relationship with uh, Bronco Henry, and, yep. it's, and it's kind of they're similar. Yeah, it's kind of similar. And we're we're trying to figure out. At least I was. I was trying to figure out what what the what exactly the relationship was. Yeah. Was it a mentoring like father son relationship? Was it kind of like a brotherly relationship? Was it something different? I think it was something different. I also think it was something different. There's evidence to suggest that he, yeah, he could have those feelings. Yeah, they talk about like when they're in the cold, huddling up, and he was like, "Were you naked?" And he didn't answer. Did not but yeah, answer. I, I I think of it, and I think um, I've seen this. People have said this too. Is a lot of people are saying this. Uh, <laughs> um, that uh, you know, it was kind of Bronco Henry was kind of, and you know, they talk. He talked about the age, like. Um, Peter was like, "How old were you when like you knew Bronco Henry?" And he was like, "I was your age." So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, there's that age gap, and it's kind of like it it brings maybe like Bronco Henry was maybe like grooming uh, Phil when uh, he was yeah. younger. That's how I took it too. And exactly, yeah, and maybe Phil is is doing that. I mean, that's his motivation because we're not really sure why 
he like all of a sudden starts to kind of yeah i mean it's it's pretty clear yeah. that he's like he has some malintent because at the beginning he's mean as you said yeah. and suddenly he's shifted and i think right. phil like he keeps trying to come back and like be nice or excuse me peter keeps trying to come back and be nice to phil and like make sure that he's not going to be a problem and mm-hmm. then when he flips the switch all of a sudden peter is is attracted to that like energy and he's like oh he's being nice to me mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I but the main thing I'm wondering is, was Peter ever really like genuinely like, like um into this kind of relationship? Not not exactly like the grooming part, like not exactly like a romantic relationship, but like was he, did he have genuine um, connection to Phil? Is which I don't know honestly. I don't know if he was just doing that to kind of um, you know uh, just keep him at bay or like so, also just to play the long game of like when he eventually kills him uh you, you're know. you're saying that it was like a true ma- like he did kill him yeah is there i i, I guess i missed something it, it's, i might have it's, it's kind of it's 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 kind of hard to i didn't really catch it on my first watch um, well i i realized that like obviously he died due to the anthrax yeah. which of the um the hides yeah and we see Peter go into like the the random wilderness and find like a dead animal, mm-hmm. and I at first I kind of just assumed and I might have missed something earlier because he was like, P- uh, Phil never never dealt with sick animals or whatever. Yeah, uh, I might have missed something earlier at that point, but I remembered or I I didn't pick up on the fact that it might have been like an intentional thing. I thought it just might have been like, mm-hmm. oh, I found a a hide and I know Phil likes hides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think like with the very ending with him like you know looking out the window and then he's reading. You know, I think him reading that that passage too, like the power of the dog, um, deliver me, from, deliver my darling from the power of the dog, or something like that. Um, I don't really get that. I think, well, I think that's what he's doing to protect. His protecting mom? his mom is basically delivering her from the power of the dog. I think, and uh. maybe fills the dog, or maybe the alcohol's a dog, but which was um, brought on brought by, Phil, by Phil. Maybe, yeah. So. And then you see him like he he's like he has he has the rope and he's wearing like he's wearing gloves. And tr- uh, that is true. Yeah. Uh, when he was wearing the gloves, I thought he must know something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, I really like that um, whole aspect of it of him setting up early on, going to the, you know, the anthrax and anthrax and infected hides, and then. And then he gives the hides to um, to Phil. And then obviously makes he has his he has his cut hand, and yeah, he, uh, and he makes he makes the rope from the hide, um, and I think that was really, I, re- I really like that I really like the way it was set up and everything, and it's and it's a little it's kind of subtle too. Yeah, I mean. like it it was a kind of a slow like process, and you realized all of a sudden that it happened. Yeah. I, I did like that too. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm I'm wondering exactly like what um, Peter's plans were the whole time because like, what if. Uh, Rose didn't give those hides away. Um, like, did he have like another, or was he good, or was he saving that anthrax for like the, a perfect time? Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he's planning from the start. Yeah, maybe it was just like a lucky thing. Yeah. Or maybe he would have, even if the hides did not go away, he would have just been like, "Hey, could we use this mm-hmm. hide? I got it just for you, like special, mm-hmm. you know, whatever." Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. Uh, and also another thing, thinking about the whole rope thing, I saw some people say that Phil making a rope for uh, 
Peter was also a kind of way to mess with him, mess with Peter, because obviously his dad uh, hanged himself. So that's pretty funny. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's true. <laughs> So that might have been, he might have had some kind of... I knew there was something sinister with the rope. Like, gift of rope, like, that's, what a great gift. I, I don't know. And obviously, like, even while he was, like, grooming him and, like, saying, oh, I'll teach you how to ride, he, like, still had him go out into the wilderness and, like... He, like, still, I mean, still had him go outside the pen and everybody, all the other farmhands were like, oh, he's not ready. He's like, mm-hmm. no, send him out. And, like, they all kind of laughed at him and stuff yeah, as he fell yeah. off. He so fell there off. was... <laughs> You, you fell off. Elbow's <laughs> ratio. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me read something because I'm, please, please. I'm, I'm supposed to read this. Um, arts, engineering, nursing, and science students can earn a business minor in one summer and add a valuable component to their academic and professional credentials through VSB's 10-week, 16-credit Summer Business Institute, SBI. Learn more by attending any one of the fall informational events available on the website. Uh, and peruse the SBI website at, villain, at business.villanova.edu slash SBI or call 610-519-5532 to schedule an individual appointment to discuss further. Very nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, one, one thing I, I was just going to say was I really like the whole um, characterization of Peter, his whole thing where, where we meet him and he just he's, he's a really like vulnerable, kind of nervous kid and he's... You know, he he gets made fun of by um, Phil and and the other like ranch hands and everything. Yeah. And then you know he has his like little comb that he ha- that he always um, a nervous habit. With. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and you see him hula hooping for a little bit. That was so funny. <laughs> I know. That was so <laughs> that funny. Was funny. <laughs> so out of Just nowhere. The random person washing him like that's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So like we kind of see him and we're like, oh, he's just like fra- fragile little like kid and um, yeah frail vulnerable yeah frail the opposite the uh, prime target for these like ruffians to to target definitely take on and then we start to you know see more like of him and he's you know when he's dissecting that that rabbit yeah uh, (laughs) which is a good reveal i like that um when she's when she's looking thomas and mckenzie by the way um from jojo rabbit Uh. last night soho she was looking for the give a carrot and then we just see her face, and she's like, she's surprised, and then we cut. Yeah. He says, it's not, it doesn't want to care. It's not hungry, <laughs> it's not hungry or whatever. Yeah. That was, was funny. funny. Um, so we see that, and we're like, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, like, he's trained to be like a surgeon. A surgeon, so, yeah. You know, that's that like, sense. that's not exactly weak behavior. It's no, just. No, yeah. uh, no I, but it's, no, like, I think it's, this is like giving him another layer yeah, on, on yeah, top of like, that, because kind of. Changing first, our view of him a bit, um, and also with uh, when he snaps the the rabbit's neck, pretty like just matter of factly, yeah. like, nothing. I, I think it's like they developed him as like kind of weak, fra- fragile kid, but and then also we're kind of seeing a side of him that's you know kind of cold, calculated, and not afraid to get his hands dirty, which kind of makes it so that his move at the end yep. is not yep. all that surprising or out of character. Yeah, like. I I think that um, I think. Yeah, as soon as he kind of comes back from school and you realize he's, like, started to develop, he's, he's becoming a doctor, he's got, like, the skull in his back, his, like, stuff. And especially, like, a, a, yeah, after he starts to uh, deconstruct the, the rabbit, you realize, like, although he looks weak, he's, like, very thin, he's, like, mm-hmm. kind of frail, he's not really, he's mild-mannered, doesn't stand up for himself too much. 
But he, we did see from the beginning that he's like very good with his hands. Like he can, he can craft like the, yeah. the flowers. He he created that like album that she mm-hmm. called it. Um, so like for for a while he's been like very able to do like the things he wants to do in like very precise ways. So I think that just like too like once as soon as he starts cutting open the rabbit and then he yeah breaks the rabbit's neck. I think yeah. you realize he's he's very. Able. He's got he's got layers. Yeah, even though his like body may may not be yeah. like as strong as as the other like cow hands or mm-hmm. Phil himself he has the mentality mm-hmm. yep yeah I, I also wanted to comment on I know you mentioned earlier you weren't sure whether or not um, Peter was like engaged in Phil's like grooming yeah. process in the romantic way I, I think like there might be because he talked about his friend the professor mm. and like after after his mom was picking up from school, he was like, "Oh, my friend calls me the doctor, and I call him yeah. the professor." And then she was like, "Oh, you could you could bring him around." He's like, and he said the prof- he said something like, "No, he's not gonna come. Like, I don't want to bring him around here." <laughs> so he said something like so matter of fact, and she was like, "Oh, yeah." And I, that kind of made me think like, "All right, maybe maybe they both know something's going on, and like he can't uh, be around." Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I didn't think of that. Maybe. Yeah, I, that 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 just struck struck out yeah. stuck out to me as like, oh. Maybe they're yeah. not just friends. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, we had a pretty good, you know, deconstruction of, of Peter right there. But uh, I just talk about Phil a little bit because Love I mean, Phil. clearly so the best part of this movie, I, I think. Yeah. Um, full frontal Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> the part. So funny. So good. I watched. I watched that. I was watching that part in the library. Oh no. <laughs> That was fun. Uh, but did you have a back to your to the wall or anything? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> so if someone saw that, then they saw it. That's but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's good. I, I just want to talk about um one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which I really love. Uh, which, which really starts to show that that kind of relationship between uh, Phil and Rose. And like why Rose starts to get so scared of him um, is when Rose is practicing the piano and she's playing the little tune and then you hear uh, Phil playing the same thing on his banjo and he plays the same notes with her and he stops when she stops and then he starts kind of like showing her up and just playing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he's just, just tormenting her and messing with her. I it love was that so scene funny. so much. It's so good. It just really shows like this... You know, he's just a because because Phil's yeah he's a he's a smart like he studied classics at Yale and yeah so yeah. Like, he's a smart and he he can like manipulate people and he knows how to mess with people and he does it just for you know I don't know why for fun but <laughs> he's just I, just a bad guy I think there's definitely the element of him grooming Peter I think that was like one of his interests I think he was also upset that his brother was like got married yeah he thought she was like being a gold digger. Um, that and I to, think like he was upset yeah, and, to be yeah. alone with, without yeah, exactly, his brother because exactly. now that he doesn't have Bronco Henry to be like either the father figure or like I don't know whatever that relationship was. Um, yeah, that's his brother's gone. That's a good point because like there's even a part where um, George is like it's it's just feels so good not to be alone. Anymore. Yeah, and then and then yeah, because you say um, that and it's then you think back you think at Phil like who does who exactly does Phil have? Yeah, 
And I think if Phil heard him say that, he'd be like, well, you have me. Like, obviously, I think Phil would be pretty hurt by that if, mm-hmm. he, if he knew that yeah, he was yeah. saying, like, to True. be alone. I think it's clear, though, that they're, they're like, very different, yeah. like, opinion. I, I was especially struck by, like, kind of towards the beginning when they when they first get to, like, um, Kirsten Dunst and Peter's, like, establishment. They're, like, in this other barn area where they're, like, having drinks. He's like, I'm not going to say anything until my brother gets here. Mm-hmm. And then his brother comes in. He's like, where were you? You know? Mm-hmm. Um I think he like has yeah. like that caring relationship Definitely. towards his brother, and he's like kind of relies on him to like not be alone. Yes. And when he gets married, for sure, he's threatened and has to torment the wife because of that. Probably was happy that she was uh, got into the drug, or the not drug problem, well, alcohol problem, yes. because for sure, then he could use that as a as a reason to say, hey, you should you shouldn't have gotten married. Uh huh. Yeah. Look what, the, look what happened. That yeah, and also and. Uh, Adding on to that, like when he, when Phil is in George's bed and then he gets there and they just kind of, he just stays in the bed with him. Yeah. Like he definitely, like really needs George and he really is close to him. And yeah, like you say, he really doesn't want to lose him to Rose. It's, I, yeah. I, th- I wonder, like, since they both knew Bronco Henry, like, I wonder if, like, there was some irreparable damage Bronco Henry did that, like, now. Phil needs to like rely on George to like yeah, get through know. that. I don't know, but I, I do have to play something real quick because oh, it's, it's that time of the hour. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lindsay Sterling, and I know what it's like to struggle with mental health issues. If you have a friend that's going through a tough time, now's the perfect moment to reach out. Learn how to start the conversation at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. We're back. The Hello. 89.1, the Roar, Father and Son Radio. Talking about so the power of the dog. All this, like, talk, I feel like we're, 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 like, praising this movie, kind of. But... We kind of are. We, yeah, we're, which we're is going good. through it. It is. It is. It's good. The plot is very interesting. Like the characters, obviously well developed. There's a lot of stuff that we're like figuring out that we're wondering about from that we have not even seen. Like Bronco Henry is not ever on the screen, mm-hmm. and yet we're kind of talking about like his impact in the characters, which I I enjoy. Like it. It's probably. It's definitely what what I'm sure the director and the writers intended. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like the movie didn't. There's just something about it that like could have been different. I don't know. I definitely, I definitely see what you mean. I this this was my problem with the movie was just I. It just felt like, um, there was like a lot of downtime. I, I think yeah. I, there there was, I, and and I'm usually pretty. I like like slow burn thrillers and like stuff that builds a lot of tension and it's not always stuff going on and like movies that take their time. I I do like that, but this was just there there was just some parts that just i felt didn't really add much to the tension and were just kind of boring yeah um just like at, like you would see like a lot of the movements that they would make without like it felt it felt like you could probably could have cut that by like 30 seconds honestly like just stuff like yeah. that and yeah that that kind of takes me out of it because i just i kind of lose interest a little bit um yeah, I, yeah. i'm with you because a lot of the movie, I was trying to figure out where it was going, and I was like, "Why?" I was watching and taking it in, and 
just a lot of it I felt like for a long time I didn't know what was happening or like where yeah. was gonna kind of go from there and there were a lot of pieces that just yeah again I think they could have been just yeah shortened or cut definitely and not that I think this was a long movie no it's not it's just, not I but... think it could have been condensed no I agree and uh, another thing is is with the characters um well, I think Phil and Peter are great characters I like that they were interesting but I feel like other than that, I, I wasn't really too, like, uh, they didn't seem really developed that much other than those two. Like, like Rose, basically, you know, she has her drinking problem, but, like, she's she's really only there as for yeah. Peter, um, like, motivation. Um, and then and then George do- doesn't George doesn't was just kind of weird. Even <laughs> in the way he spoke, he was, like, slow to speak and yeah. kind of, like, made sure his words were, like, parsed out yeah. carefully like yeah I, and I, he was also like unsure in what he was like almost everything he said yeah it's just weird i like yeah i like jesse plumman's and kirsten dunstan's movie I, I like but those the characters themselves are just they didn't really interest me that much i didn't think there was much going on with them they just seemed like they're to kind of move stuff along uh kind of and then you know george disappears at, at one point too uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah, he so he was gone for like a a while, and they were like, "Oh, he's just up in town for the weekend." Yeah. Like it felt like a long time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that that was kind of my problems with it, and that's why, like, I like thinking about the movie and talking about it. It makes me like it a lot more because I think there's a lot yeah. to to like unpack here. Um, but like watching the movie itself and like getting that information can be kind of a slog. I think. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I gave it the rating I did. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would, unless I, I mean, who knows what happens the next time I watch yeah. it, but uh, yeah, I, I agree because watch, like now that we're talking about it, I'm, I'm kind of understanding a little bit more and I'm like, okay, it wasn't as bad as, or like as weird and boring mm-hmm. as I remember yeah. first, you know, just from earlier today. Uh, but I think I, I think I still give it the rating I, I should have. Yeah, I think so too. Especially because I, I, this is my second time watching it, so uh, I think I, I, I did enjoy it better this time, and I, I definitely there's st- stuff to see um, here that I missed last time, and uh, yeah, I, I think I just appreciate it a bit more. But overall, I still think my experience was pretty similar in that I, I, I didn't fully have me the whole time. I think. Uh, yeah. But also, um, if I can go back to some positives, uh, the score is really is really good. I think there's some pretty unsettling, um, yeah, a lot of unsettling music that like some piano, violin, um, that's really good. I thought that was set the tone pretty well. Um, the cinematography it looks absolutely beautiful. I think I think that's a shoe in no for doubt. Uh, yeah for um, the Oscar. I think. I'm, I'm definitely with you. the 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 score. At first, I was I thought it was a little overbearing, um, mm-hmm. but actually, as as the movie went on, it became like, I don't want to say like in the background, but it was like. It it was part of the the environment. Yeah, in it, the yeah, best fit, way. It, yeah, it fit it, like it fit well. This kind of western style kind of thing. Um, yeah. Um, anything else? Better general thoughts in the movie? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, any, any scenes that, 
that that stood out to you that we didn't talk about? Um, we didn't really talk about. I guess we kind of talked about like the potential of the relationship between mm-hmm. Phil and Peter, but we didn't talk about like when Peter comes into like he, the hidden area of the woods. Right. He enters and he finds like Phil's box, mm-hmm. and Phil's a box of like. Uh, ambiguous porn yeah kind of just like anybody <laughs> porn which i thought was interesting um kind of just like goes to show the evidence mm-hmm. of like maybe bronco henry had 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 some effect on uh on phil yeah sure um and it kind of also em- gives evidence to say that like he was again grooming peter um yeah i also i think like you look at the parents like the george and phil's parents and they seem to like not really like Phil that much um they don't really it seems like they don't really care about him and I I think there may be something there I don't know if they if they don't like that he's like if he's gay I don't know if they like maybe don't really like that about him it's possible I think I saw that somewhere yeah um that that could be something I I thought the I would have liked to have seen maybe more of like the Phil and George parent dynamic um which I, I think it may be expanded upon more in the in the book. Um, this is based on a book? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That does make that sense a lot. There were a lot of things that I was like, it's a, a weird liberty to take. Like, his nibs as the governor. <laughs> like, why, why like, refer to him as that, like, colloquial or, I don't know, like, nickname type thing? Yeah. But uh, not expand upon that. Um, I th- I, there's probably a lot to say, yeah, about, yeah. like, him not, like, not liking him being gay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he like so outwardly like shuns Peter at first because mm-hmm. it seems like he's kind of having some of those I guess traditional yeah, that's stereotypical true. that's true behaviors and he he makes an effort to like bring in the rest of the cow hands and say oh he's Miss Nancy right guys exactly, you know exactly. and he's just like maybe classic uh, classic behavior from uh... yeah like I forget what the term gay panic no or. Like, where like not in like a legal way where you're like I can't think of it. I don't know. And I don't want to say anything wrong. <laughs> like I I'm pretty sure there's like a, a classic situation where like you No, uh, I know what you're talking like you're talking about like um some people who are homophobic like a lot. Yeah, and like, they're they're like so outwardly homoph- hate. They're like, so homophobic that like it. yeah. that they wouldn't that they're like, I could never do that, and like, it's justified that I would kill this person because they were trying to come on to me, and uh, you know, I'm I'm so heterosexual that that could never be, and I, I think that's a classic like thing. Like the, the lady doth protest too much. Yeah, like, and then you're <laughs> like, okay, well, now we got to question that, uh, and and it kind of works to their detriment, in in only that that you th- might think or whether or not they're gay, but I think that is like a like the gay panic defense. It's like, oh. oh they were coming on to me. I had to defend my, you know, straightness, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of, it's, it's a, it's a setback to whatever, to culture. Oh, maybe we're thinking culture. of different things. Cause I, what I was thinking was like a lot of the people who are homophobic tend to like be, uh, yeah. And, and that's, that's what you're saying. I don't know. I, that's, that's exactly. Like I was that the next step of that yeah. would have been like, and I think that a lot of times that's because people mm-hmm. do kind of have those feelings potentially that they're not necessarily aware mm-hmm. of, or they're, they're hiding for other reasons. Uh, yeah. So I, I also agree. Like, I think that's that maybe what what is the case. But it doesn't seem. It kind of seems like he's a little in touch with it too. But 
just he has to yeah. be he has to be careful around the rest of the cowhands and his parents. Yeah, and, and also yeah, like I mean he he does hide that um yeah, that that's box true. and he yeah, he seems to like to have his own private little place where he'll bathe in the <laughs> Yeah, uh yeah, with all the mud on him. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and he gets really upset when Peter when Peter's there. I I completely forgot about the scene or like a little bit before that uh-huh. when he has like the BH emblazoned handkerchief. Uh-huh. And he's yes. putting it yep. all over his Definitely. face and, and he, you know, eventually on his body. goes downstairs. Uh, yep, <laughs> with it in his hand, and he, he has it around his neck when he goes yes. into the, the lake or river or stream. Um, I I think that kind of brings like no doubt to the, mm-hmm. the either mm-hmm. grooming element or just it definitely had a they, yeah, romantic. There was some sort of situation, and whether or not that was like a problematic sure. relationship in his mind yeah. or, or exactly. truth remains to be seen. But yeah, exactly. Um, really quick. Let me give you two casting what ifs. Yeah, um, we haven't done this in a while. I, yeah, I know. We do like to ask that question. What I, if? Yeah, we we do, and I and I found I found two here. Okay. Um, for the role of George Burbank, um, it says George. somebody here. This person was George. This person was originally cast but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts, and that is Paul Dano. Paul Dano, who's that? He's in Little Miss Sunshine. He's in Prisoners. He's gonna be the Riddler. He's in There Will Be Blood. Oh. He's great. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, but I, I was oh. thinking, okay. I mean, he'd be great in that role. But I, I was thinking, like, he he should be like instead of George. I was thinking of him. Could like he could be Phil. I think if he was Phil, they would look more like brothers. He would look more like look um, more like uh, Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Plemons' yeah, brother. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think he would have. I think he would have done it really good job as either but like i would have seen him more as as a phil well that's weird on, on the google uh page it says that he's in the power of the dog paul dano oh does it yeah right here did he like i don't know like i just looked paul dano and there it is that's weird yeah wonder... maybe he had a, a, a secret credit or something or maybe it's just like a mistake on google's part which is probably what happened yeah um so paul dano in place of phil or no in place of george yeah and then um the other one I have here is for the role of Rose, who yeah. of course is played by Kirsten Dunst. Um, uh, someone who was originally cast was Elizabeth Moss, who I, I can I can easily see that. I think I think she would have fit right into that role. Um, but yeah, Kirsten Dunst was great. Jesse Plemons was great. So, but I think I think those would have worked. I think. I think Elizabeth Moss is just like another Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> At least from the pictures I see of her right I now. I see that. Um, also, did you know that Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons are together? Yeah. Really? They have two kids. Oh, they, what? Because they were, they were, they were actually, they were, they played a couple in in the season two of the show Fargo. Ah. Oh, um, yeah. And of course, <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> and they're together. Um, so that's cool. That is pretty I love, cool. They're both great. I love them. Um, Christian Dunst is in my favorite movie. So. Just outside of the spotless <laughs> mind. Um, um, but yeah, I was going to say, like, just again again with the performances, like, they were all great, but this was just something I was going to say that I forgot, was that Bandit Cumberbatch was just, he was a completely different person. I never, like, I never saw him as Bandit Cumberbatch in this movie. I just, yeah. like, he was absolutely um, transformed in this character, which I think, I, I'm really rooting for him to win, um, 
best actor. And I think he, he's definitely deserving of best yeah. actor. I think he's a big part of this movie that I've definitely. enjoyed. And, and even though his accent's sometimes a little iffy. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of the time I was like, Doctor Strange, but is it just uh, a weird accent too? Um, I will say like something that like maybe maybe um, impacted my like viewing is because I, Benedict Cumberbatch also played Alan Turing in The Imitation mm. Game, who's obviously a gay man. So mm. I don't know if that like impacted uh, either my mind or just like him and his performance, which uh-huh. made it look better for like what he was actually trying to play. But who's to say which one is is more uh, correct? Say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, ratings. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm giving this one. Uh, I don't know. This could change. I, I mean, this is a six out of ten, but I really could give it a seven because now talking about it, I like. There's so much to it, and like I said this earlier, there's just so much to it, and I, and I love the whole story, and I love how it's, things are presented and everything. But again, as I said, it it can be a slog to get through, and it's just, I was not entertained the whole time. I can't say I was, and I don't know, what to do with that. But it, it's definitely closer to a seven, and I, I could give it a seven, but. For now, I have it as a six, and that's why I originally had it when I watched it the first time. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, there were a lot of parts that I I could have enjoyed more or worse. Um, there's like it was kind of a slog to get through. I also gave it a three out of five, six out of ten. I yeah. think if I was giving it on the ten t- point scale, I would give it a seven. <laughs> so I, you're a madman. I said this before, <laughs> but I think like three out of five seems better than like three and a half <laughs> out of five. I don't know. You think three out of five is better than three and a half out of five? No, it Wait, seems what? better, like a better fit for this movie. Uh, three out of five. Say, you're really crazy. <laughs> one star is better than five stars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know because I think this was a really good conversation that we had here. Well, I, I, I agree. Really like dissecting it. Um, yeah, so and I, that's I a was. Testament. I kind of felt bad that we both gave it the same and, score. But. Yeah, but I mean, it's fair because if like we we weren't fully entertained by it. And, yeah. That's a big part of movies. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, so that that was Power of the Dog. That's Power of the Dog. Uh, now we, what did we have something lined up next week? I don't believe. I don't believe. We was did. it Red Rocket? I think we said that we'd do that um, at some point. It doesn't have to be okay. next week. All right. I, I don't know if we want to do two 20, 21 movies in a row. No, we don't have to. Um, but we, yeah, we should definitely do that later. Are we? Yeah, or we could do a different Sean Baker. Um, what, um, what What do you have in mind? I I didn't. Have it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Up the list, Joe. Uh, but my list is so out of date. It's got it's got bad stuff on here. I was looking at Letterboxd's um, top 250. I'm gonna add Red Rocket to this. Um, Prestige, Clockwork Orange. I actually was interested to watch Clockwork Orange Ooh. at one point. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Not Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Not Clockwork Orange. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's mm, Nest. I would love to. I because I heard that, watch that that was a fantastic movie. I would watch that. <clears throat> I've been meaning to watch that for a long time. God, I hope I like also, it. Also, I was thinking No Country for Old Men we could do one time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one would be interesting. How, how long ago did that one come out? I think 2007. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know which one. Uh, One Flew Cuckoo's Nest, Cuckoo's Nest or No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you, you choose. I don't want to. No, you have to. <laughs> I don't want to. It's your choice. You have to choose. Um, I kind of want to do No Country for Old Men. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't know if that disappointed you or not. No, no, actually, it was it was good because I I felt bad that I threw out there one flew over cuckoo's nest and I I thought you might want to do that one. But that's the thing that I I was the one who suggested that one because I've wanted to do that for so long. But now I kind of want to do this one. 
<laughs> oh, good. Okay, fine. Good, good. Uh, so yeah, Coen Brothers, No Country for Old Men. Um, I, I was I've been interested in this movie ever since I saw the psych episode No Country for Two Old Men. <laughs> I were gonna say ever since you watched Big Lebowski because the same directors. Oh really? Yeah, the Coens. Oh, and, okay, and one of now them, I'm one half of the Coens. Um, it's definitely not as funny as Big Lebowski, but <laughs> still. I'm uh, sure. But one of these Coens, Joel Cohen, yeah, he just directed uh, Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so Coen Brothers, No Country for Old Men. Look, uh, watch that if you if you don't want to be spoiled uh, next week. Yeah. Um, but otherwise. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate, appreciate you. you. Yeah, you know. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks.